Richard. He gets public. Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to Gerard at Large. I am your hour two. I am your all over the place host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. You can find us online at GerardAtLarge.com, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, also at Gerard at Large. We encourage you to like us and to follow us because we just want to be loved. All right. Hour two, 606-6762, taking your questions and comments. Uh, make sure you get to um, Education on Tap tonight. That is the uh, forum organized by Hooks at School Board, former Hooks at School Board member John Liskars, bringing together Manchester School Board candidates with residents of their wards and of the town of Hooks at. Town of Hooks at still spends a fair chunk of change in tuition. And uh, so John has taken steps to organize a forum tonight. Got a boy, John. Which um, I don't believe is open to every candidate, like John DePietro's is. And I really, I mean, he was he was funny last night. I was all I could do not to laugh and go. He's <laughs> like, yeah, he 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 made the point. I mean, that the stupidity of people who post an invitation on their Facebook page and then complain that they aren't invited. It tells me one of two things: they're as dishonest as the day is long, or. They didn't actually read it and click the button that said get tickets to see that there was one ticket for uh, municipal candidates and one ticket for the general public. Oh, you would click the one that said municipal candidate if you wanted to, as a candidate, tell everyone you were going to be there. But, you know, in the in the ever trying to uh, parse things to the absurd to try to make somebody look bad, you get people like Connie Van Houten go, you know, to Facebook and say, oh, well, am I attending as a member of the public since I haven't been invited specifically and personally as a candidate? Can I be – am I allowed to be there as a candidate or just a member of the public? It's like, seriously, do you do, do you even hear yourself? Or do you just hear feathers ruffling? Oh, God. Anyway, so Ed, you uh, – Ed Nail, chairman of the Coalition of Hampshire Taxpayers, is going to stick around for a little bit. So you, you had you had some, some questions. Yeah, you have – you had somebody who is uh, releasing non-public information. That would be Nancy Tessier. Yeah, and I'm saying that she released non-public information. This is me, Ed Nail. I'm saying this from what I know. She has released non-public information on a regular basis. She's done this before. Well, I can't. I I can't say definitively whether or not she has done it uh, before, uh, because I don't have anything in writing. In writing, okay. Um, I have hearsay evidence, shall we say? Okay. But uh, I, so I can't. I can't say that she's quote unquote done it before. Okay. So she has released. There's. Uh, it's undeniable. She's released information from a non-public session. Oh, about, absolutely. About your uh, superintendent. Yes. And he is not suing anybody. No. He is not even he has not even blinked an eye in that direction. And you've asked your attorney. I haven't seen the letter requesting the attorney uh, to do this, but a review of what the facts. I, you know, I'd show you the attorney, but uh, I, yeah. I'd show you the letter, Ed. Uh, but if I ton- show you the letter, see, I want you to know that Nancy Tessier got a lawyer from Shaheen and Gordon, and they sent a letter saying that because I, on this radio show, said that I may send it to a lawyer to get a second opinion, mm-hmm. that I would be violating confidentiality and the board would have recourse against me if I did that. Oh, you would have confidentiality so, with the attorney you're hiring to so, review So there. desperate <laughs> is somebody to make sure that that doesn't get public. They actually got an attorney that sent the board a letter and it didn't, it didn't, it got sent to the whole board. It didn't say it was under confidential cover. 
It didn't say anything like that. So I'm assuming that it's public because no one said confidential legal matter. There was no threat of a lawsuit in it. In fact, if you want, I can I can read the letter to you. No. But so it, you know what that told me? That told me if I actually did put it in the hands of an attorney, an attorney would turn around and say uh, it's a public document and create a uh, create a contest of opinion. So Nancy Tessier got to see the letter. The, the the letter from our attorney. Yeah. As a matter of fact, Nancy did, and we went into a non meeting meeting in between our two meetings on the the twenty fifth mm-hmm. to discuss this. And I said, "Well, wait a minute. I thought this was supposed to be done in public. What are we? Well, you know, it's got legal advice. I need to advise you." And I looked at him. I said, "If you're going to advise us on her actions, what she's do? What is she doing? Why is she here in this in this session? Oh, what a tangled web we weave, huh?" When you start releasing, she can't, I mean, if talk. we're going to have a legal discussion over what she did, she can't be here. And if she was, if she everything she did was legit, she can just request to be done in public. Well, I would probably, I, you know, Ed, you tell me. Okay. You tell me if I if I mention something that happened in a non meeting meeting, even one that should not have been called, and after I raised a fuss, everybody agreed it shouldn't be done. Am I in violation of something somewhere that could get me in trouble with somebody? If you release something substantive, right, from a non-public meeting that's, was, that was – the minutes are sealed, mm-hmm. yeah, you're in violation of 91A and depending on what Well, there were no are, minutes. It was a non-meeting. And it was, we oh, it was a non-meeting. It was a non-meeting. There were no minutes. Oh, so there's a – it's a um, illegal meeting? <laughs> well, I would say it was a uh, – Here's an example. Yeah. Years ago. I was asked by a selectman in Hampton, Bonnie Searle, was a selectman on a five-man board. Mm-hmm. Four people hated Bonnie. Bonnie was on her own. They, uh, they called us a uh, non-public session to discuss something about personnel. So she walks into the non-public session. Mm-hmm. You know what they were discussing? Her husband handing out flyers before the town meeting. Ugh. So Bonnie walks That's out. That's not personnel. Bonnie walks out. And they said, why are you walking out of the meeting? She says, they're in there discussing my husband, not personnel. They tried to remove Bonnie Searle from the board for releasing information uh, uh, regarding what happened in a non-public session. It was an illegal non-public session. They, didn't, they weren't talking about what they went into non-public session for. So she called me and she said, I hired an attorney uh, to defend myself so I don't get kicked off the board. And mm-hmm. she said, NHMA is coming down. They're going to send an attorney to decide whether or not I violated the right to know law. And I said, good. <laughs> then I will come down and I will represent you. You know, and she said, well, I already have this attorney. And I said, well, here's the questions I would pose to your attorney. Don't defend yourself. Ask the board questions. Under what statute are you removing me from office? And under what statute do you have the right to change the subject of what's going to be in the non-public session? And her lawyers, I asked five questions like that. Mm-hmm. Under what right do you have as a board to remove Bonnie Searle for you holding an illegal meeting? So uh, her attorney, her attorney <laughs> said, "Yeah, why don't you go with that route? Why don't you ask them to defend themselves rather than you hiring me to defend yourself?" So I drove down to, to Hampton. I sat down at the meeting. They wa- the board walked out and said, "We will no longer discuss this situation." <laughs> and, end of story. Right? And the NHMA representative, who was going to judge Bonnie Searle's guilt or innocence, decided not to show up. So I got interviewed by the local paper. As a matter of fact. <laughs> Oh, isn't that nice? <laughs> they asked me if I, why I was there, and I said uh, I was there to defend uh, the selectman for vi- not violating the law, and I, was, I drove an hour and a half, and I wasn't happy about it. So, but that's, that's the kind of thing where somebody released what was in non-public because it was an illegal non-public session. So what do you do? What, how do you handle that? I think mm-hmm. the board handled it the only way they could. Let's never talk about this again. 
<laughs> NHMA handled it the only way they could. Let's not Never, send anybody. Let's not send anybody, yeah. yeah. So uh, that's what happened. So, but this is a, it's a comedy that was started and a tragedy at the same time, started by, by uh, Nancy Tessier mm-hmm. and her uh, shooting off her mouth about uh, something that went on in non-public session. She couldn't help herself. And now look at this mess. And everybody has to cover up for everybody else, cover up, cover up. Then you got how many? How much money did lawyers make on this deal? Because someone couldn't follow the simple, basic rules. And I looked up her experience with education. Mm-hmm. She knows better. She's, She's a, been in education for a heck of a long time. She knows exactly how this works. Right. Well, she, you know, she was an assistant superintendent and a principal in the Manchester School District combined for like. I don't know, three decades. So she's either knows what she's talking about or she was a seat warmer when she was there. Something's going on here a little bit more than just, oh, I might have said something out of turn. I apologize. Yeah. This is a deliberate act. I, I honestly don't believe it was, quote, a mistake. No. Uh, you know. Uh, and if you don't like it, um, Shaheen and Gordon can come after me. I've just made some statements. So if she doesn't <laughs> like those, 61 Tubbs Hill Road, they can mail the letter there. I'll be glad to, to do battle with them. So. Right. Well, I just I just don't know how it how it can be a, a, a mistake or an accident. And this, we can, we can clear know, it up. I could talk about other things that I would be violating actual legal and other sort of what I would consider uh, 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 personal or professional confidences that lead me to the conclusion uh, that – there's no way it was a mistake. There's no way it was a, oh, I didn't know any better. Well, wait a minute. You've been on the board for three years. You've assistant heard the superintendent. For, even if you, right. Assistant super. Come on. Uh, come, come on, in, Nancy. In what state? Yeah. <laughs> Timbuk three? <laughs> Some other country? <laughs> come on. Uh, yeah. So it, 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 um, it's it strains credulity, and so now, yeah, you do. You have one series of of goof ups after one, another goof up after another goof up after another goof up, and here it is. Of course, you know they say, well, they voted to receive and file it because they thought the 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 uh, the, the course that would remove her from office was too extreme, too extreme. Well, as I said to one school board member that I was talking to, who voted to receive and file, I said, if you. If you were listening, you actually heard me say, I didn't think the board should go that far. Yep, I heard that. And I said, if I said the board shouldn't go that far, then the votes don't exist for it because I would be considered one of the most hardcore people on these matters that that there are. So if I'm not on board with that, who is? But to receive and file it without even, you know, an official censure. And you know what really seemed to offend people is when Beaudry asked her to explain what she did. And she just sat there and said no comment. Yeah. She, what comment could she make? She just get in deeper. And apparently. Well, she, she you know what she could have said? She could have said she could have she could have played along with the, you know, I, it was a, a lapse in judgment. It was a mistake. I meant no harm or whatever. I apologize. It'll never happen again. Some instead of an act of contrition it has been a continual act of defiance and for some reason i can't find the email that i've been looking for while talking to you that has this stuff from her attorney basically saying well you know if you were to do that it would be a violation of the who she might have had before she took the um fifth basically (laughs) suddenly she's saying nothing that would be the best legal advice she could possibly get keep your yap shut you know so, uh, yeah, she might have contacted somebody earlier. Yeah. Anyway, what a mess. What oh, a mess, here it is. Right? I, just, I, uh, I just found it. 
This office represents Nancy Tessier, at-large member of the Manchester Board of School Committee. The board's legal counsel, James O'Shaughnessy Esquire, recently prepared a legal opinion for the board that has been the subject of media reports over the last week. As reported in the media, there was a vote to to report and file the letter. Apparently, they don't proofread at Shaheen and Gordon. Accordingly, the letter remains confidential under New Hampshire law. Nevertheless, it has come to our attention that an at-large member, Richard Gerard, has discussed the letter on his radio program and has stated he intends to show the letter to an attorney to determine if he can release the letter himself. We write to bring this circumstance to your attention as we believe it would be contrary to New Hampshire law for any individual member of the board to distribute a letter from legal counsel to which attorney-client privilege has been asserted and which has been received and filed by a vote of the board. Thank you for your attention to this matter, William Christie, who I believe I've actually interviewed on this show. You know, it's interesting that That's they, the letter. they said something about as per New Hampshire law, but they don't quote it. Because <laughs> the, the 91A is a long – now it's almost a volume of books. It's so long. It used to be pretty easy when yeah. I first got involved in this. But yeah. now you're supposed to say section A, subsection B, yeah. particle 3 – molecular level five, you know, you're supposed to quote that. You'd think a law firm would say, here's the part of the law. Because whenever I deal with them, I ask them, hey, what specific statute are we talking about? And then we have it right there. No, we're not playing any more games. The the clock stops running. We now know what we're talking about. It would have been nice if they'd have put the uh, part of the statute that you'd be violating. It would have been. And it came came to the entire board. Mark Confidential? Uh, no, it was not marked confidential. The email did not say it was confidential. What Therefore, about attorney-client privilege? This a public, it, did not, it did not mention a threat of uh, legal oh, action or anything else attorney like Attorney-client privilege is something you you say after you've sent a letter doc, a document right. out. That's right. Yeah, so okay, yeah. uh, it didn't. It didn't. It did not say. Uh, you know, did not say it was confidential. It did not. It did not threaten any legal action. It did not say that legal action may be taken. It's just bringing to the board's attention. Oh yes. And I'd have to go back and listen exactly to what I said. Did I say I was going to, or did were, I say you were I was gonna, thinking about? You were going to hand a letter to me, and I said, "Why don't you just keep it? I don't need to look at it." Yeah, that's actually yeah. I remember that too. Yeah. And, and and in terms of what we discussed on this radio show, we discussed on this radio show exactly what we what was discussed in the public session. Mm-hmm. Nothing more, nothing less. So if I can't do it as a radio talk show host, then I guess we shouldn't have done it as a board. But then again, it involved the actions of a board member. Uh, Follow the right to know law, and you have no problem. We're going to take a – and even if there is this attorney-client privilege. I'm going to look it up. The board board should know better than to keep something like that uh, secret. You know, so my voter fraud stuff, I mentioned RSA 500A1. Yeah. I mentioned Newberger versus Peterson. I mentioned all these things. You'd think that your lawyer would mention some of that stuff, like a case or something an average person go look up, see whether they're right or wrong, or getting your money's worth. Yeah, well, traffic, weather, sports.